I've seen my mom and my grandma um, struggle with so many different things. And I've always said to myself, like, I just never want to go down that route or I just want to change the trajectory of our family. I want to change the trajectory of what we see or how we view money. And so I'm like, I don't know where to start, but I'm going to start somewhere. Get your water and keep some wine. I should have had some wine. With exposure, execution, and consistency, there is nothing you can't do. Just keep planting. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning back into another episode on the Responsible Homegirl podcast. I am Kiani, of course, the Responsible Homegirl. And this is a space that I have created so young adults can become financially responsible and wealth conscious. So today I have one, the only Miss Tiana. She is another personal finance content creator in this space. And I really wanted to bring her on to the show so y'all can hear from another voice who also creates personal finance um, content. And like I said, like there are so many different ways to do things with your money. So I feel like the message is always the same, but it just comes from different people. So Tiana, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Really excited. Absolutely. So just to get started, can you tell my community an irresponsible financial decision that you ever made? Goodness gracious. I'm trying to think of what was the biggest one. I feel like I have so many. Um, So I guess I would say the most irresponsible. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... In college, you know, you don't really know about financial aid, like how to accept a loan package when it might not be the best idea to accept everything that they're giving you. So I, my entire time, my entire four years of college, like I was just accepting whatever they gave me. Okay, you're giving me $10,000 this year. I'm going to accept the whole thing. Meanwhile, I only needed about maybe four or five. Um, So I've had times where I accepted the whole amount and then just took the refund check that I'm thinking is free money and purchased things that I didn't even really need, went on trips that were way over my budget. And so now when I'm an adult and I'm sitting back and I'm looking at this student loan payments and the student debt amount, I'm like, why would you do that? That is so silly. I'm like, I I wish I can go back and just talk to younger Tiana and just like drop some game real quick. Yeah. (laughs) Because nobody did. Yeah. I love that story because it just seems like college is like the teachable moment for so many people. And with me, like, thank God I went to school completely debt free. And I had so many scholarships that I got a refund check with like my extra scholarship money. But even then I didn't do what I was supposed to do with that money. Like I blew it literally shopping and going out to eat and just doing all sorts of crazy things. So that story really resonates with me. Yes. (laughs) So now Tiana, (laughs) tell my audience a little bit about who you are, how you grew up and why did you even start caring about money? So I'm Tiana, Tiana Hicks. Um, I am a certified financial educator, um, a first generation college student or college graduate. Um, I am the oldest of four siblings. So I've always been the person, the go-to person 
for everything. And I felt like growing up, I'm like, I'm the go-to person, but I don't, I need help. I'm struggling. Um, but I, so I didn't ever have that person that I could go to because I was the person that was always sought after. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little bit about me. I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, went to school in Greensboro at UNC, uh, UNC Greensboro. And now I'm back in Raleigh. So I guess what made me like start this platform or even start caring about money or, you know, how other people even treat their money um, was after I graduated and I started working, like I was still so bad with money, living paycheck to paycheck, robbing Peter to pay Paul, um, not nothing in my savings account like everything just seemed like such a dire emergency and I was just so sick of that like I was so sick of picking up the phone having to ask my uncles um for money and things like that and I'm like Tiana you have to get it together like this is not it like why are you doing this um it's actually really embarrassing yeah so I remember having a, a conversation with one of my coworkers, and I feel like that's one of the things that really changed the game for me Um, And so he was just kind of talking me through how he was budgeting and how every payday automatically $200 was going to his um, savings account. And I'm like, well, how do you have $200 (laughs) every paycheck to go to your savings account? If we have the same paycheck, you live in an apartment by yourself. I live in an apartment by myself. We're both basically kind of paying for the same amount of things. So I'm like, how are you having this $200 a paycheck? And once he broke it down to me, I'm like, Tiana, it's you. It's you. Like, it's not that you're not making enough. It's you. And from that day on, I was like, okay, I got to get it together. Yes. I love that story. Oh, my gosh. And so much stuff I want to unpack in that. Yeah. So the first thing that really stood out to me, you said, I was sick and tired of picking up the phone, asking family members. And I feel like sometimes within the personal finance community, like, we share so much information wanting to bring people along, but yeah. people aren't really going to move until they get no. sick and tired. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, that is so true. That is so true. And I tell people that all the time. Um, and not everyone sees that from our side. Mm-hmm. Um, because I guess, I mean, for, for various different reasons, like right now, like I've had family members that will like, uh, like aunts and stuff that will come to me and like, Hey, talk to my son and talk to your cousin and, you know, like, uh, you know, enroll him in your program or teach him about what you're doing. And I'm like, it doesn't work like that. Like, I know what you're trying to do is like helping the person, but until they seek after me until they like, and it's not about like charging them, but until they come to me and say, Hey, Tiana, like, I need your help. Like, I see what you're doing online. I need your help. Until they get to that point, it's not going to work because I can't want it more than you want it yourself. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. And then the second thing that I want to point out, you're having this conversation with your coworker and you're like, like, we work in the same amount. Like, what's going on? How you got $200 to save and I don't? Yeah, so that's another thing I feel like budgeting is so important because people yes. realize that they have more money than they actually think. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about how you made that transition from, you know, just doing whatever you were doing with your money to like saving and starting that personal finance journey? Yeah. So for me, I actually ended up starting to work in the financial service industry. 
So mm-hmm. I was learning about, like I was getting um, my licenses and stuff. So I was learning about things like investing, um, starting a retirement account, your IRA, um, putting money aside for like a rainy day and stuff like that. So I was, I was starting to learn principles from there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, like I wasn't put in this, this job for no reason. Like this is definitely God ordained. And so use this, use this. So I started off being like a Dave Ramsey, like fanatic, like, because he was the only person that I saw when I was first doing my, my research on how to, how to break the paycheck, the paycheck cycle. Like, of course, he's the first person that comes up. I didn't see any, like the budget needs and Tanya Rapley and Marsha Barnes I wasn't I didn't find them at first originally and so I was listening to his podcast and um doing the his baby steps but then along the way I found out like okay this like I started to fall off the track a little bit I'm like okay it was working for a little bit but it's not necessarily filling the void completely because now I'm like hating my money I'm going to work and I feel like the only thing I'm doing is paying off debt like this okay these are two completely different ends of the spectrum like living life so carelessly and then just being entirely too frugal right okay there has to be a a median somewhere and so then that's when I started like the honest plan and then that's when I started to find other people in the space like you and um a lot of different creators that we have that are teaching like how you can be a a happy medium in between those two because it's possible because I strongly, I like, I do not believe in depriving yourself at all. It's not sustainable. You're exactly. going to do it for a certain amount of time and then boom, you're going right back to your natural default. You are, you are. So now talk to me about the Honest Plan. For one, y'all, I love her platform. So if you are not following, make sure you follow her. So what inspired you to create the Honest Plan? Was it so like you could document your own journey or did you have intentions of, okay, I'm showing up as a financial educator. I'm being that person that I didn't see when I first started. No. So honestly, I started it off as just being like my journal, my diary. Of, this is what I'm doing. I honestly didn't even think it would get to this point, like to even be a business. Entrepreneurship has never been a goal of mine right. um, up until now. So I honestly didn't think anybody was going to follow me other than my family members. Like I was, I was ready for it to be me, my mom, my aunts, my sister, seriously. And then like the first day that I launched it, I like, I got so many messages of people saying like, girl, I am right there with you. Like you are not in this alone as you, you know, learn and try new things in your budget and figure out how to pay off your credit cards and stuff. Do you mind teaching me? Yeah. So it went from me just sharing like this being my, my journal on Instagram and YouTube to me now making home visits. Like I would be dressed up. Like I, you could tell me nothing. I had on a pantsuit (laughs) going to people's house and working with them with their, on their budget, completely free. Oh, wow. Just to get the experience. And again, I didn't think that this was something people could get paid for. I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And then the platform just started to grow and grow. And I've been able to collaborate with people. And like, so now this community has over 20,000, like 20,000 people that support the Honest Plan and that look to it for financial advice over various different platforms like TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, So it's been, it's been amazing. 
Yes, really I is. love it. So could you give me some advice? If I was just a new person and I'm just sick and tired of making all these bad money decisions, but I know that there's something different that I can do, where should I start? I always tell people the first place that you need to start is just evaluating what has been going wrong. Take inventory. Mm -hmm. So start off by something as simple as just printing off your, like the last two to three months of your bank statements and really taking a deep dive and find some areas of opportunity. Okay. You're saying that you're overspending, but overspending on what? Is it food? Is it you, you driving here and there every single weekend, you out here on the streets. So then the gas is like $150 every week or something like that. Yeah. Um, is it clothing? Is it you going out partying every weekend? What is it? Let's put, let's put a name to it and not be so generic. So mm-hmm. now we know the, the exact areas that we need to address. So I, that's where I always tell my clients to start and it, just be elementary with it, print it out, get you some um, highlighters and highlight. Okay. These were my bills. Okay, yeah. these were like splurge items. These were like variable expenses. So they're, they're important, but it just kind of varies from month to month. So like my toiletries, um, my personal allowance that I'm giving myself, um, gas or something like that. But just kind of, even with that, just monitoring. Okay, if I was only trying to give myself like $300 every two weeks or so, like, am I going, am I taking it too far on my personal allowance, on my gas? Um, but just so that you can actually see holistically, where is my money going? What areas of opportunity can I cut back? And now once I cut back on this, where is this, this new money that I have? Where is it going to go? Because yeah, okay, I can cut back on my eating out. But if you now don't have a plan for that extra $100, it's just going to go, it's going to leave from eating out and it's going to go to another place that still doesn't benefit you. So let's put every, like a name to everything. Yes, I love that. And before I ask you another question, by you sharing that, it kind of ties like into the honest plan. So can you tell me like the inspiration behind like making your platform name the honest plan? Oh my God. And it was like so random. So (laughs) it really was because again, I didn't think of it as a business. Mm -hmm. So I just remember, and I have always been such an introvert. Like I've always been like never popular, none of that. Like I've been like it, me and my husband went to the same high school um, and we'll be talking about stuff. And he's like, Oh, do you remember such and such? No, because I was always in the background. Like I never wanted to be seen. I was that type of person. Yeah. Um, so even when I got the vision to create the honest plan, it took me like praying like two months consistently at church, like going to the altar and <laughs> praying for the same thing and feeling God say, yeah, this is for you. This is for you. This is for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well maybe I can hear it right. Let me go back to the altar again the next week. Um, <laughs> So I was at home, I was reading the Bible um, and I was like, just kind of throwing out words with me and my husband. And I was like, I kind of want something with planning. And I was reading um, the Bible, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, uh, where it says, for I know the plans that I have for you, um, things like that. And so I was like, okay, like, what are some things that I can say with plan in my, we were looking it up on, on um, Google and my husband was like, what about the honest plan? It seems like you got to be honest. You're going to be really transparent. Come on, husband. I was like, okay. <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's go. And that's really what it was. That's really what it uh, was. I love A that. mixture of the Bible 
and praying and my husband. <laughs> I love that so much. I love that so much. Okay, now let's take it back to the money. So one thing that I love about the Honest Plan is, like you just said, how transparent you are. I have, I remember posts of like you having a talk with your grandma about how she mm. built her wealth through her home. And you mm. even share a lot of stuff through your own personal finance journey that some people may feel ashamed about. So can you talk about like dealing with that shame and moving forward when you are on your personal finance journey? I think the easiest way to deal with it and move on is once you accept that you're not in it alone, you're not the only person that's ever dealt with this and you're not the only person that will ever deal with it. So I just like, I feel like what was powerful to me is that being the oldest and a first generation about everything, first generation this, first generation that, like I've seen my mom and my grandma um, struggle with so many different things. And I've always said to myself, like, I just never want to go down that route or I just want to change the trajectory of our family. I want to change the trajectory of what we see or how we view money. And so I'm like, I don't know where to start, but I'm going to start somewhere and I'm going to allow myself to fail and I'm going to get back up and I'm going to give a lot of things back to God because I know right. it's not, I'm not in this alone and I'm going to cry sometimes and I'm going to be frustrated that I'm, I'm taking on, you know, extra jobs, extra gigs. But at the end of the day, I know why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So like just staying true to my why. And I, I honestly believe like my journey and the honest plan is so much bigger than me. And it's even so much bigger than just money, right? Um, like lot, your, your entire life can change if you are intentional about what you do with your money, your entire life, the trajectory of your entire family can change by just something that you are intentional about today. And I want like more younger people. And that's why I really love your platform because I want more younger people to understand that not, and it doesn't mean that I can't live my best life today or I can't enjoy my twenties. You can, you can do that. But, but uh, decisions that you make in your twenties now will also set up your thirties to be, you know, flowing freely, your forties, to be flowing with ease, your fifties, your sixties, like don't wait until the end Mm -hmm. to want to be intentional. It's too late. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. So much from that. The main thing that really stood out to me though, is don't wait to the end. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because although the responsible home girl, I target young adults. Those of you listening, you may or may not know I'm 23 and my <laughs> my short experience of living paycheck to paycheck in college it made me realize like that was not a life that I wanted to live and now being the responsible home girl I work with so many people and even if I don't work with them they come in my dms and they're in their mm-hmm. 30s they're in their 40s saying yep. I wish yep. and my mama always yep. say woulda coulda shoulda yep. so if we could just equip ourselves right now And like you said, you know, make some little small sacrifices. You may have to take on some other jobs, but keep your focus on why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I think that can change everything for us. I just want to share, like, kind of just, it ties into what you just said. Like, 
a few months ago, I just remember my grandma like calling me. I'm so, sometimes I could be an emotional person. So let's hopefully I'm not going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like maybe two or three months ago, like my, my grandmother called me and she sound like teary eyed or that something was bothering her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, well, grandma, what's wrong? Like, let's let's what's why are you sounding like that? And she just was saying to me, like, I wish I could have done this all so differently. Like, she's like, I see what you're doing and it makes me so proud, but I just wish I would have done it differently because I'm not where I want to be. I don't feel like I accomplished everything that I should have accomplished in my life. And hearing that come from someone that's nearing 70 and I'm so young, so youthful, so much life ahead of me, that gave me all the drive and all the fire that I needed to like keep going because I'm like wow I can't mm-hmm. I can't yeah and it's like oh you will hate to look back on your your mm-hmm. your life and regret um regret some of the things the some of the decisions that you made out of not knowing or even worse knowing and not taking action Mm-hmm. that's the thing that I'm yep. just more so afraid of more than anything but thank you yeah. so much for even sharing that so now another thing that I love about the honest plan <laughs> is your membership club Patreon okay, yeah. pocket so can you tell my community a little bit about your membership club and if they're interested how they can even join yes so the paycheck to pocket club I like and even the name just ties into like who I am what the honest plan is and what, it, what my goal is to be able to do with women. So I'm really here to help people make and keep more money, make and keep more money. Because I, I do realize like, although budget, like budgeting is huge when it comes to your financial journey and getting started. But some of us also like, once we start to get the hang of budgeting, now we're saying like, okay, come on now, it's taking a little bit too long. But so a lot of us, we have to increase our income. So I like to talk uh, and teach different ways on increasing your streams of income. So whether that is picking up side hustles, starting um, and profiting off your business, uh, finding higher paying jobs, um, things like that. So that's one thing that we talk about inside of the club. But also now that you're making more money, what are some strategies so that you can actually keep the extra money in your pocket and not I'm increasing my income and my expenses at the same time. So it's like a never ending battle. Right. And I never am feeling like I'm actually making more money. So that's why it's really important. Um, so inside of the community, we have um, we meet every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we have live lessons. We have Master Your Money Masterclasses where I bring in outside experts to teach us something that can help us progress in our financial journey, but that I don't necessarily teach. So I do not bring myself to teach everything. Finance is, is a huge umbrella. I, yeah, I don't teach everything. So we've had someone come in and talk about um, real estate investing. We're going to have someone come in and talk about taxes and um, investing in the stock market and things like that. But I just love it because the community aspect, like seeing other like-minded women on the same track and going towards the same goal as you is just been so beautiful to lead because sometimes like not all of our friends understand the journey we're on. So it's like, how can I find my community? Where is my tribe? Because you just don't get it, sis. So that's where it is. And it's like really just a safe place to come 
to learn and to grow. I love that so much. And I know that lives are being impacted way beyond the money, way yeah, beyond the lesson, yeah. everything. I love that. So Tiana, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Is there anything else that you would like to share about money, the honest plan, any tips, any words of wisdom that you want to leave us um, leave us with? Um, I guess I would just say, let me see, what is some thing? I guess just if there's anyone that's listening, that is like, all this sounds good, but you just don't know what I've been through. My story is not your story, so it can work for you, but this stuff just doesn't work for me. I just want to encourage you that it doesn't matter where you start. It doesn't matter what you've been through who's never taught you this, what you've seen, like there's so much greatness in you. There's so much that you can accomplish if you just step out on faith and just try, just start. Like I said, you you may fall a couple of times. You're going to get irritated and frustrated. It's a part of the journey, but find your tribe, find your coach, find, get close to Kiani and um, really just commit to doing the work because the end result is so much better, so much more rewarding um, once you really get to where you want to be, where you feel comfortable. So just keep going, sis. Just start. And we are here to support you. We are. Yes. We couldn't close it out no better than that. Again, <laughs> thank you so much, Tiana, for coming on. Y'all, please follow her on Instagram and TikTok at The Honest Plan. And you have a YouTube channel as well. Is it also The Honest Plan? The Honest Plan on everything, yep. Honest Plan on everything. So make sure you support her, please. And also remember, with exposure, execution, and consistency, there is nothing you can't do. See Mm y'all on the next episode. Bye.